0: Hey everybody, welcome back. I am so glad to be back here. I'm so glad. Um, (laughs) How are you? Yeah, I'm listening. Yeah, go on, tell me. That's great, that's awesome. I'm so glad that you're feeling like that. Anyways, I, today, I'm going to talk about, am I where God needs me to be? Now, I felt to talk about this in the middle of the night, it's really like maybe midnight maybe one and I wrote it down on my notes and and then I started to consider something and I realized um this is something God wants me to consider my own self too more than just a podcast more than just a podcast to other people but something that's like I feel that I, f- I feel the Lord over this. I feel him I feel God in this chilly tonight. I feel him on this topic regarding my life but i have three points for you and i'm going to ask you that question am i where god needs me to be this feeling oh my god this i've i've never felt this feeling more stronger than when that stage of my life when i graduated high school and you, you know your girl obviously went off to like ministry school or whatever but that bridge between high school and what the decision i made to go to ministry school i'm stuttering lord um, that was a question that kind of stressed me out. I was in the the concept that really stressed me out. I was like, I want to desperately make decisions where God is leading me. Like, I don't want to not be in the will of God. Like I have a desire to be in the will of God. I need to be here. I just, you know, that feeling Comment, Amen. If you, there is no, there's no comment. There's nowhere to comment this is a podcast you guys comment amen give me a thumbs up emoji if you agree right now Jesus hallelujah so I that's such a real thing I just I just wanted to make the right decisions because I, I've heard the horror stories I've heard the testimonies of where someone makes a turn or makes a decision they didn't consider the Lord they didn't da, 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 and it just like downward spiral toilet just not in a good position they just don't they just you know it's no bueno and I desperately desired to be where God was moving. I wanted my steps to be so God led that it just made sense in the big picture when I look back. And I was like, God guided me each step through the road and it all made sense. Um, but what I realized, just looking back right now presently um, at my life, not every step makes sense. And sometimes it just seems like you're just doing something um and you're just doing it and you see, you see God in it, but you don't know if it's just like, Oh, it's just, that's just and you know, that's just what happens when you do godly things. You just, you see God in that um, until you look back and you realize, Oh, that was a roadmap. You know, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't feel like a big thus saith the Lord, like you shall walk this way like here. This is, yes, this is, you have to not miss this moment or else it just felt like I, and making this decision, it it's clearly a good decision, and and I'm excited to see God over it because I've seen God do so many things. Like for example, you're going on a, a mission trip, or for example, you um, sign up for an internship at your church, or for example, you join like I don't know some type of Christian organization, a band or a worship thing. You you join the worship band. Whatever. And you're just like, oh, you know, again, it's a godly thing. It just makes sense to see him in something that's about him, right? Until you look back in your life and you're like, no, that was very intentional. Like God worked with that and used that. There is a lizard. It better be outside. Uh uh, uh uh, uh uh, uh uh, uh uh. uh -uh. I see the shadow. I got my blinds open. Absolutely no I'm not I'm just gonna say at this one of this entire podcast I rebuke any demonic I hate this for me anyways that's neither here nor there but yeah you know what I'm saying you know what I'm saying and but every decision it would take like five thousand years and you seek like five million confirmations like i just really need god to confirm like i need confirmation in this area like i i need i nerd i nerd confirmation like it needs to make sense like god if he's if this is the path that you want me to choose like you this is the decision that you want for me i need you to tell me in dreams i need you to I need to audibly hear your voice. And these are not even bad prayers, but it comes to a point where it's like Miss Girl, like Miss Boy or Miss Girl, like walk, just go, just do something and God will be there if it's, if. And you know that, but you you wanna make sure God's in that because you've heard the horror stories of where people do stuff and later on, they're like, God, why didn't this work out? And God was like, who told you to do that? Because it wasn't me, babes. It wasn't me. Whatever little favor that you you saw, that was just me being good. But I never told you to go in that direction at all. At all. And you're like, oh, my days. Like, I don't want to make a decision like that. So you, you get on this, this weird, like, little mental thing where you're just like, oh, I, I'm praying towards this. I don't know. God, I just. This lizard better stay where it is. It better not be inside. It better be outside. It better be casting a shadow from the outside right now. I'm telling you right now. Right now. Oh my God, I'm so stressed. So you're just like, okay, I just want to make a good decision. That slurp sound was brought to you by Chick-fil-A. I am drinking sweet tea. Thank you. And that burp sound was brought to you by Chick-fil-Art. I am drinking sweet tea. There's also a spider. What the age is happening? I need to clean my room. I need to clean. I need to dust my windshield. I don't even open this. Lord, what's going on? I'm not dirty y'all I'm not dirty I may be a little messy but I ain't dirty now but I am I did see one little like it'd be a little spider that's embarrassing y'all don't need to know that I don't need to I don't need to tell y'all that I don't need to tell y'all that anyways so so the question today what I felt the Lord wanted me to talk about today is am I where God needs me to be how do you know and he gave me three points the number one point <laughs> ah, 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 ah. Get your Bibles out, by the way. If you can. Get your Bibles out. Unless you're driving. But just listen. Number one, are you obedient? Ah, am I where God needs me to be? The first point God told me to put down. Are you obedient? Ah, 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 ah. Are you obedient? Hmm. Where God needs you to be. Somebody, I was listening to a message by um Dag Hayward Mills. They call him Daddy Dag Hayward Mills, and I know that sounds really like insane to the American church to call anyone Daddy. I know it's gross, but in Africa, that's a term of respect in the in West Africa specifically that I know of. Because I don't, I don't be doing that over where I'm from. We don't be doing stuff like we don't be doing nothing like that. They'd be like, oh Daddy, Daddy oh, Daddy yo, oh Mommy, that that's that's thank you, sir. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Ma'am. That's just what they... So anyway, so he was preaching. I forget. It was like a faith message. And it's pretty recent. Maybe like four months ago. So you can look it up on YouTube if you want. And he was talking about um, faith. And and it was really good message, man. He, he really... I love the way he explains things. It's so clear and simple and just very african i love it um but he was talking about how um basically like faith is obedience faith is obedience are you obedient? do you have faith faith is obedience let me tell you you're not anywhere god needs you to be if you're disobedient disobedient to what krizar okay take it down three notches you knucking if you bucking right now, I need you to unnuck and unbuck. Okay. Sit down, Calm down, get some chamomile tea tea. Like, chill. Let me explain to you. A disobedient to the word of God. Okay, that's that's number one. Numero uno. I let me tell you right now. Let me tell you right now. I the amount of times and I'm not even that old. I'm not even old to begin with. I'm just twenty three. I'm da-da-da. yeah. I'm twenty three or whatever. And the amount of times that I've seen people in my lifetime answer an altar call for saying that they believe, and I'm not knocking them, I'm just saying character wins, they believe they are called to the ministry. Judging off of where they are now characteristically, foundationally, mostly characteristically, like their character, I'm like, if you feel that call and that's true, you won't last the day you won't last very long because your character sucks your character sucks number one are you pursuing a holy life number two are you not when you take correction people correct you do you know how to act do you honestly do you truly know how to do you know how to be humble enough to say even if you're wrong you're right let me respectfully decline or respectfully accept do you know how to treat that do you know how to be do you know how to act seriously number three are you in your words Mate, you want to minister what? Minister what? What God did to you in the 12th grade. Ah, Get in your word right now. Right now and stay in it forever. Forever. Do you get me? Do you get? Because these people that I've seen, and it's not a lot, because I don't really be caring like that, but there's one person that I saw that was just, ooh, muy disrespectful. Oh, my days. Like a pata sucia. A major pata sucia. And, 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 and I saw her at church and she was like, to me, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. to me, hey, I saw her at church answer this call and I'm like, miss girl, like how, 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 how is this so like, if that is the case and I'm not even doubting it, cause it makes sense. Like the type of church I go to, it's, it's just church. There will be people that are called to the ministry. That's, that's normal. But I'm like, you gotta, you gotta do, you gotta work on a lot of things because you don't yield you're not humble you you don't you're just very fighting backy and there's nothing wrong with having confidence and having you know speaking up and saying well this doesn't make sense can you explain this that's not even it it's that pridefulness that i'm like miss girl like you got you got you got you got to get that under control like now because it's the basic things that's setting you off ministry ain't basic babes ministry ain't basic you gotta go low you got to go low. Jesus went and died in his ministry for all of us. You can't even take correction. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. You want to go teaching preaching the gospel, uh-uh, healing all sickness disease. You 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 can't even take correction. vibes. you're trying to get to 12th grade past kindergarten. Not no, past preschool, cuz how you got held about? How you got held back in preschool? I ain't never heard anybody get held back in preschool now. Number one, are you being obedient? That's just the word of God, though. That's basic. Are you being obedient to God? Are you being obedient when he wakes you up in the nighttime and he wants to talk to you or he wants to tell you something? Are you praying? Are you fasting? Didn't Jesus tell, tell us in the Bible in the Bible, that when the bride is no longer here, when the bridegroom is no longer here, then the bride will fast? He's not in this earth, babes. It's time for you to fast. Do some fasting. No one's asking you to do 40 days, 40 nights right now i don't see why not you can't do that later on as you develop yourself stronger and stronger in your you know fasting lifestyle take a day take a breakfast take a dinner take a din. take a din off you might need it so i mean kill your flesh my days my gosh are you obedient are you obedient when the holy spirit tells you to do something pray for someone minister to someone encourage someone correct someone Are you obedient to the voice of the Holy Spirit? Am I where God needs me to be? Let me tell you right now. I have a friend. She might be listening to this. I don't know. But we were just bonding or whatever. We're like the same age-ish. And she was like, I just don't. She had, she was kind of like in like a crossroad point in her life. But it wasn't like one. It was like multiple. Because it was not only her life. It was her significant other's life that meshes with her life. And she just didn't know what choice to make. She was going to make one major choice. But then she, you know, she romantically got involved. It's nothing wrong. She just found a little boo thing. <laughs> she found a little boo thing. And now she's like, ooh, I don't know if that's going to work out. Like what I decided that I wanted to do in my heart before I got into this relationship. Because now, obviously, I burped again. I'm sorry. Really sponsor me. Um, Because now that I'm in a relationship, I have to consider what well, she's just mindful about this other person's life. And this is a person that she would if like yeah she was like yeah i'll marry this man like sure yes so so she's mindful of that and where their lives are going to lead so she just felt like she was in a crossroad she was like i don't know i don't know where to live i don't know where to work i don't know i i just don't know i don't know (laughs) i don't know and i felt to text her one day no, no, no. I didn't feel sex or anything. I actually asked, um, on like Instagram. I was like, Hey, um, I'm is right before I went to my DR Congo expedition. And I was like, Hey, if you need me to pray for you, like I'm, I'm already praying anyway. So if you guys want prayer, like I got y'all like, what you want? Like s- drop your prayer request.' And I texted her. I said, Hey, I'm praying for you today. Um, um, this is what I felt to encourage her with from the Holy Ghost. I said, I'm praying that you wouldn't walk by what you see in front of you, but you would hearken to the tender voice of God and walk by his leading. I pray the way would be made plain and clear for you to walk in. God's great at directions, and I pray you would trust him to navigate you in life. Enjoy the season um, while you have it. and da-da-da-da. But this is the main point I want to focus on, that I felt like God really emphasized. And this made so much sense to me, and I hope that made a lot of sense and brought clarity to her, because she actually did end up making a decision, and. I, you know, it's just, I think it's wonderful. And she said, whether, and I said, whether you know it or not, every day you walk with God, emphasis on the with, every day you walk with God is a step towards the right direction and where God is leading you in this life. People often wanna know, where am I going the right way? What are you doing today? Are you obedient to today? Are you being Christ-like today? Are you being faithful in your relationship with the Lord today? Because if you do that every day, you don't realize it, but you're actually walking. You're actually going step by step. That is the next step. You're today. Are you obedient? Am I where God needs me to be? Step point number one, are you obedient? Be obedient. Number two. Are you facing opposition? ish te ro 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 robo Let me tell you right now. Are you facing opposition? Now, this is kind of like a... Like a double-edged sword for me in my head, the way I explain it. Because some people will take this and hear this and be like, Oh, that means indefinitely. If I face opposition, that means I'm walking the right way. And other people take it as if I face opposition any opposition at all times, that mean like any like either I'm walking the right way, I know I'm in the right or uh, something's wrong. And and I'm the point I want to make here is <laughs> you know you're in the will of God if you're doing the will of God, which you find in the Bible because the Bible the Bible is his will, think about it this way. What is a person write before they die? Their will. Jesus is the Lord made flesh. His word. And he died. And not only that, he resurrected. Hallelujah. That's the will. That's the word of God. Okay. Now that you got that down, if you know you're doing the will of God and you see opposition, I would take that as encouragement because who else would oppose you starting like an orphanage to take care of orphans and widows and feed children? what demonic like honestly like who who would who ha- who would hate that seriously seriously think about it people would be like oh big capitalist corporate giants no they probably love that because they would donate to you so they wouldn't have to pay as much taxes tax write-off babes or something like that so who 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 else but the devil you're going to go preach the gospel who else but the devil's gonna have a problem with that mm? Mm? you out here healing the sick changing lives giving them the bread of life telling them about jesus christ who on earth is gonna have a problem with that Uh, people delivered deliverance demonic possession oppression insanity you know the amount of stuff that's out there in the world that jesus can fix and you being a solution who who's genuinely gonna have a problem with that if a person had a drug addict daddy and then a group of christians came and ministered to that man Gave him the word of God, delivered him like deliverance service. I don't know what he got. Uh, 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 uh. who's going to be mad? The kids that finally get to see their dad sober and happy and full of joy. I don't think they're going to be mad. I don't think his wife's going to be mad either. His wife can finally like kiss him in the mouth because he's, his breath doesn't smell like fentanyl or whatever. I don't know what fentanyl smells like or like cocaine. I don't know how to, do, I don't know. How do how do people take drugs off the butt? I don't know. I don't know anything. I don't know it's uh-uh, his breath won't smell like vodka vodka and uh-uh rum i don't know i don't know this stuff would you even put that together i don't know everyone's gonna be happy okay so who else but the devil so if you face opposition you go you feel the lord calling you make a crusade you feel the lord calling you to go on a street corner and preach the gospel and all of a sudden the your s- local government is saying oh well, you need to they're giving you a hard time oh do you have a permit to do this well uh, there's a noise ordinance that was just that that's demonic come on there are naked people in new york that are freely able to walk around people are able to have parades parades nonsense parades but you want to talk about jesus and th- all of a sudden the government has a problem with that get out of here it's is it's nonsense are you facing opposition Well, that would probably encourage me. You're going, you you feel the call of God on your life. You go to a a Bible school and your parents have a problem with it, are inviting people to talk to you, talk you out of it. I have to endure that. To talk you out of something you know that you are called to do. You're facing opposition. I would take that as a nod. I think I'm doing something right. (laughs) Because honestly, who would have a problem with this? You want to go on a mission trip, but your parents all of a sudden are no, no, it, it's just, take that as a nod. Nah, I think I, I think I should do this. I heard this from a, a minister, Jonathan Shuttlesworth. He said, anything the devil doesn't want you to do once, you do it twice. I'm serious. I'm serious. Do it twice. Uh, have multiple crusades. Go to Bible school twice. I'm kidding. That's dumb. That, depending on the school you go to. Mm go hard for christ go hard for god are you in the will of god you want to you want to pursue you feel like you want to be a dietitian you want to start an llc but then you know all these things are coming up you're going through this you're going through that this is coming but you know you felt god oh put this on your heart to start a business run a business all these people are, are these permit people and, and local government state people. But well, you, well, you don't have this. And you need workman's comp. And you da, 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 da. and they're sending people to scope out the workers you have because, you, I don't know, you maybe have like a lawn business and everyone that works for you is like Hispanic. And then they try to find out, oh, do you have your papers on you? Because, and I'm not even trying to be, this is a real thing. They try to literally card Mexican people or people that look Mexican to make sure that they're actually <laughs> legally working for a company because con- construction companies and sometimes contracting business says hire people on because we all know everybody and they mamas know Mexicans know how to do the work baby they good at their job and they deserve all the pay they deserve the highest pay because they're good you know you you know you saw oh, come on you get your house renovated I don't want I don't want a team of uh, I, I don't I don't uh, I want I want an Italian painter to paint my house. I want Mexicans to do everything else. And I want like, I don't know, a white lady to like do my cabinets or like I don't know, interior design it. I'll know I'll know I have a beautiful home. Are you kidding me? Talents. Ethnic talents. It's genetics. I'm kidding. No, but literally this is a real thing. They'll car they'll go around and ask for their papers. Because if they if that company they find out that they're actually hired because it's cheaper to hire people <laughs> We don't have papers because you don't have to pay workers comp, and if they get hurt, they, if they, they can't even file it because then the government knows that they're not a citizen and all this stuff. So it's just cheaper on everybody. Plus, you get quality work and they get paid. So they pay under the table and it's just it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. So there'll be, there'll be people that literally check and stalk people at construction sites like roofers. And it's a big thing. It's a real thing. I only know because I know if you know me, you know why I know. So that's the whole thing. Right, right, right. There's opposition, but you know your people are legal. You and it's just constantly people you have ber- ber- just berating you, harassing you, giving you a hard time. You just want, you just want to do, you just want to work, bro. Like, what is the problem? The CEO of Subway didn't deal with this. Uh that, um, Microsoft, what's his name, Bill Gates didn't deal with this. Come on, y'all never seen a startup before. What is the problem? Why do you hate a small business? I prophesy you'll have a big business, if that's you. Are you facing opposition? Let's make it biblical. God's calling you as an Israelite to get out of Egypt and go to the promised land. Let me guess, you have faced opposition. Up. Oh. am I where God needs me to be? Are you facing opposition? You obey the voice, you're obedient. You did step one, you are obedient. Every day you're faithful to the Lord. Every day you're putting him first. You're giving him your best, your first, everything. You're faithful. You're, you're communing with him. You're in prayer. You're worshiping the Lord, your God. You hear his voice guiding you, and he, you're walking and you're going. And you face opposition. Take that as encouragement if you did step one, obviously. But if you're not, and then you, fee- you, you see opposition, nah, don't be like, no, no, I... You know, I, I, God told me to do this, but you know, I just thought it'd be wise to go this way and he understands, but then I got held at gunpoint. I think I'm going the right way. Visit step one. All right. Did you obey the voice of the Lord? Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I love that scripture in the Bible in Isaiah, actually 31 where where God tells his people, Israel after like rebuking them, actually, because they always doing something that just makes God mad. It's, It's them. It's not even God. Where I love this verse, uh, this part of the Bible, where God says, you will hear a word spoken behind you saying, this is the way, walk ye therein. Or in the NET, New English Translation, I believe. New, Yeah, New English Translation. It says, this is the correct way, walk in it, whether you are heading to the right or the left. Hmm. This is the correct way, walk in it, whether you are heading to the right or the left. You will hear a word spoken behind you saying, this is the correct way. Walk. He's a shepherd. He'll guide you. He'll lead you. He's not lacking in his part. He knows he's really good at directions. Just like I told my friend. He's not going to be the one that's not la- that's not guiding, that's not leading, that's not shepherding. He knows how to do his job. You make sure you're in the right. Because if you read Isaiah, and this is Isaiah 30, uh, I want to say, what is this? What's this now? Isaiah 30 verse, Ah, 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 ah. I just refreshed it and my highlighting went away. (laughs) I don't know, maybe Isaiah verse 31. Maybe, no, it's Isaiah 30. (laughs) Where am I? Uh, Yeah, it's Isaiah 30. You just have to look up the verse. Yeah, I love that one. I love that scripture because that's actually what I wanted. I wanted God to be like, this is the way walk you. I just like I remember in when I was in ministry school, they were like, everybody like gather your favorite quotes, like what is something that you, you take away from this year or whatever? And I was like, I know that I am in my this is the way walk you there. Like to know that you are there where you're exactly Oh, this, 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 this makes my heart burn. You're ex- mm that's not a good way to put that. I'm happy. This blesses me so much. My friend um who is currently in full-time ministry on the mission field. I heard her say, "I know I am exactly in the will of God now." That oh, it makes my heart so happy. Because you know similarly our lives like cuz we're the same age we went off to a ministry school um her school is like 2 hours away from mine and and we similarly did an internship and though we went in, in like our paths were a little different to see how god has like d- directed her despite ev- anything despite any redirections she may have done to see how god directed her and put her right where she to know it's esp- <laughs> To know that you're exactly where you're supposed to be is one of the most best feelings in the world as a believer. I know I'm in my call. I know I'm not in a position where I'm like, I feel like I'm heading there. No, I know I'm in it, I know I'm in it. That's like a greater level, man. Because when you grow up, it's like you're, you're training to get to the area that you know that you're called to be in. So to know that you're in it, oh, is amazing. How amazing does that feel? seem that's wonderful to me that's so beautiful are you facing opposition there's always a way out by the way there is always a way out the bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous but the lord delivers them from it all 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 means all just in case you didn't know because people try to be weird this is actually interesting in isaiah 30 let see we don't ask god people don't ask god where to go and this is where the rebuke comes in for me because i'm I'm about to make a decision and I need to sit down and actually pray if, uh, head bomb, head on to listen to the episode, uh, my biggest regrets, because I'll be stupid if I didn't learn from what I did last time and, uh, consider the Lord. So I'm, I'm, I'm not doing anything until I sit down and pray and I'm praying the night because I got it. I got to something do I'm praying the night, the night, the night, the night. And this is what Isaiah 30 says. The rebellious children are as good as dead, says the Lord. Those who make plans without consulting me, who form alliances without consulting my spirit, and thereby compound their sin. Compound their sin. What does that even mean? I don't know. I'm going to look that up later. They travel down to Egypt without seeking my will, seeking Pharaoh's protection, looking for safety in Egypt's protective shade, but Pharaoh's protection will bring you, bring you nothing but shame. And the safety of Egypt's protective shade, nothing but humiliation. Though his officials are in Zoan and his messengers arrives at Haines, all will be put to shame, because of a nation that cannot help them, who cannot give them aid or help, but only shame and disgrace. Hello, hello, hello. So that speaks to me. That speaks to me. And what what does God say later on to the Israelites who didn't even consult him? He said, if you repented and patiently waited for me, you would have been delivered. If you calmly trusted in me, you would find strength, but you are unwilling. Yet you say, no, we will flee on horses. So, so you're indeed you will flee you say we will ride on fast horses so your pursuers will be fast Uh uh-huh one thousand will scurry at the battle cry of one enemy soldier one at the battle cry of five enemy soldiers you will all run away five are you kidding me until the remaining few are as isolated as a flagpole on a mountaintop or a signal flag on a hill and what does god say after that for this reason the lord is ready to show you mercy He sits on his throne ready to have compassion on you. Indeed, the Lord is a just God. All who wait for him in faith will be blessed. Yes. For people will live in Zion. In Jerusalem, you will. Okay, who's flying over? Who's that? The military is doing too much. The trees are shaking outside my window. Like, y'all doing too much. We get it. You're protecting us. Thank you. Keep it darn. For this reason, the Lord is ready to show you mercy. He sits on the throne, ready to have compassion on you. Indeed, the Lord is a just God. All who wait for him in faith will be blessed. For people will live in Zion. In Jerusalem, you will weep no more. When he hears you cry of despair, he will indeed show you mercy. When he hears it, he will respond to you. That's so good, bro. Isaiah 30. It's really good. It's so good. Patiently wait on him. All who wait on the Lord in faith will be blessed. All right, am I where am I where God needs me to be? Am I where God wait in faith. And wait doesn't mean sit around and like be a Christian. Wait take it as like being a waiter or a waitress. You serve the Lord. So be a Christian, but not do it intentionally. With that in mind, I'm doing this so I can get this answer. do it better. Come on, provoke it. Come on, come on provoke. Just like uh Solomon did with his offering. He gave the biggest offering and what did God ask him? What? He said anything you want, I'll give it to you. What do you want? And he was like, "Give me wisdom." And God was like, "Ah, usually people ask for money. So because you you ask for wisdom, I'm going to give you wisdom and money." Oh. That wasn't in the cards. Baby, that's called provoking. That's called I'm giving you my best. Hello. Ooh. Ishkete. Let that. Let that word come in your spirit. You patiently wait on the Lord in faith. Serve Him well. I'm doing this with the intention, Jesus, Father God, that this will be made known to me. Hey, God, I'm kind of in a crossroads right now. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do my best to make you pleased, to make you glad. I wanna bless you, God. I wanna make you happy. Bless, really. Another a definition for bless means to make happy. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I want to bless you, God. When I was little, I didn't know that you could bless God. I thought only God blesses people. You can bless the Lord. You, you yourself can bless the Lord. Wow. Isn't that so wonderful? Hmm. And that brings me to my next point. Point three. Is God blessing you? The question Am I where God needs me to be? Is God blessing you? Huh? Is God blessing you? Oh, charity face on me. Sorry, girl. I'm packasa. It's God blessing you. Oh, come on. Come with me. Let's look at the scripture verse. (laughs) First of all, when I type God in Google, don't don't lowercase it. Don't ever lowercase it for me. God deserves an uppercase G. I rebuke you, you antichrist search engine. What does Hebrews 11 say? Verse 6. But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. That's number one. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. What is one of the pillars of our faith? Like people think, that, well, number one, you must believe that he is. He is who he says he is. He is. He is. I must believe he is. And, that, and number two. That he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Is God rewarding you? Is God blessing you? Huh? You should expect rewards. I'm just saying. I'm not even saying the Bible says, say it the Bible. That song, I'm not here for blessing. Why? Are you that just shows me you are not diligently seeking him? Hmm. <laughs> Jesus, you don't. Oh. <laughs> you must believe that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. He's not mad at blessing you why, 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 he's not he doesn't have a problem. you want a blessing. bless him you 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 want, you want to be blessed. Bless the Lord. you bless the Lord you'll see the blessing you'll see the reward. seek him diligently you'll see the reward. is God blessing you? Am I where God needs me to be? Let me tell you I'm not praising anyone that as a parent. I'm not even a parent as a nanny, as a, as a parent figure, as a babysitter, whatever, I'm not, I ain't praising nobody for being disrespectful. I ain't gonna praise and give congratulations to anyone that doesn't deserve it. If you did a terrible job, at best, I'll give you one clap for pity. One. Come on, put your hands together. That's all I'll do. That's all I'll do for you. And if you did terrible, I am dying. I ain't even gonna lift my hands. I'm sorry. I'm probably just gonna keep my eyes closed. You diligently seek me, diligently work to be my favorite. You don't even have to be. But if you're like, God, that's why people don't see stuff. They think, oh, God, the favor of the Lord is real. That's why people don't see stuff, man. Well, God just loves us all. Like, I don't need to be his favorite, I don't need to strive. You don't need to, but you can. <laughs> you can. He's like, is it gonna be mad at you? Is it gonna be you? You want to make him happy. It's your number one desire. Is it gonna be mad that you? You want to give him your best worship. You want to give him your best praise. You want to read more of the word because you know what that is gonna do for you. You want. You want to be in prayer longer. You want to commune with God longer. You want to have longer conversations with God. Is, who's gonna be upset with that? You, you know how to be your mom's favorite. You spend more time with her. How do you how, how, how do you get the favor of the Lord? You spend time with him. You bless him diligently. You seek him. He rewards you. And I hope you're not doing it just for the sake of, oh, I, I just want to be rewarded. Which, I mean, you biblically, you're sound. But you'll find you delight yourself in the Lord. He's going to delight himself in you. How did How do you become a friend of God? i mean how do you even get to that status abraham was god's friend let me first consult my friend uh not it wasn't abraham was it abraham i mean i know he's up there where let me look that up god let me first when he was about to um not bomb but like destroy and judge sodom and gomorrah my friend first of all why they name that girl gomorrah from um yeah it was abraham Wow, I'd be right. I'm gonna be knowing why they named that girl Gomorrah from Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Genesis 18, Mm-hmm. 17. Let's just go to Genesis 18. We you know the story. Sodom and Gomorrah was a wicked, wicked city. If you wanna know how wicked it is, go to New York City, New York City, Times Square. Go there, the butt cheeks ah everyone's naked i hate that place i was in agony i had to lay over there and i actually hated it i was like bro i freaking hate this place like take me away god like please like get Ooh, let this plane come now in jesus mighty name mighty name of jesus i freaking hate that place i hate times square everyone's naked it's so evil bro it's wicked it's a wicked place to be in and everyone stinks. Not everyone, actually. People stink. People are naked. I've heard stories of, like people boo-booing in the streets. You think modern-day Sodom and Gomorrah. Go to freaking San Francisco, bro. Are you kidding me? Do you hear the stories that happen out there? Go to, um, what's that road in California where all the drug addicts be living? Something road? Something drive? Not Rodeo. You know, if you know, you know. If you know, you know evil evil the enemy is having play day out there i hate that i hate it it's so evil so this is what sodom and gomorrah is like it's so evil that god smelt the like he it sent a nasty stench in his nose and he was like i have to kill you all like oh my gosh it's so evil that like and by the way this is the same merciful god who who literally give people gives people chance after chance after chance warns them gives them another chance warns them forgives them but if you turn away read Isaiah read the book of Isaiah so don't 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 when God (laughs) goes to judge a place don't try to put it like oh that's the God you serve he's a merciful God so if he's if you're at the point of judgment babes you're an idiot especially if he gave you multiple outs babes you're an idiot so they're being idiots so let me read the story. Genesis 18. I'm reading New- NET translation. The Lord appeared to Abraham by the oaks of Mamre while he was sitting at the entrance of, to his tent during the hottest time of the day. Abraham looked up and saw three men standing across from him. When he saw them, he ran from the entrance of the tent to meet them, bowed low to the ground. He said, my Lord, if I have found favor in your sight, do not pass by and leave your servant. Let a little water be brought so that you may all wash your feet and rest under the tree. Let me get a bit of food so that you may refresh yourself. Some people believe that one of the three men, that was Jesus, um, an angel. So anyways, so he went to the tent, whatever. Um Let me skip down <laughs> to where I'm really talking about. That was a cool little fact, though. That was cute. Verse 16, Genesis 18. Okay, chapter 18, verse 16. When the men got up to leave, they looked out over Sodom. Now Abraham was walking with them to see them on their way. Then the Lord said, should I hide from Abraham what I'm about to do? This is God, the Lord God speaking. Mm -hmm. After all, Abraham will surely become a great and powerful nation. Father of many nations. Father of many, Abraham. Abraham will surely, surely become a great and powerful nation. And all the nations of the earth may receive blessing through him. And we have, I feel very blessed. Thank God. I have chosen him so that he may command his children and in his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just. It reminds me of step one, obedience. That, by the way, that's also why Abraham was chosen because of this. Because God saw that he was able to keep the commands of God. Just like when God was like, okay, go ahead and sacrifice um, Jacob. And he was like, who? <laughs> was it Jacob? Anyway, his son, his first, his second born, his promised child, go sacrifice him. He was like, OK, God. he saw he's God saw this. And that's why he chose him, so that he may command his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just. That's what God wanted. That's what he liked. Then the Lord will give to Abraham what he promised him. That reminds me of verse three. A point three off of the verse Hebrew 11. He's a reward of them that diligently seek him. Are you blessing God? Is he blessing you? First bless him. You'll see. Verse 20. So the Lord said, the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is so great and their sins, so blatant, New York, that I must go down and see if they are as wicked as the outcry suggests. If not, I want to know. God, this is God said that. Then the two men turned and headed towards Sodom. But Abraham was still standing before the Lord. Abraham approached and said, Will you really sweep away the godly along with the wicked? What if there are fifty godly people in the city? Will you really wipe it out and not spare the place for the sake of the fifty godly people who are in it? Far be it from you to do such a thing, to kill the godly with the wicked. Treating the godly and the wicked alike, far be it from you. Will not the judge of the whole earth do what is right? Ah, the ardarsity, to put God in remembrance of his own word. To put to tell God who he is. That's not you, God. You don't judge the godly and the wicked alike. Do you you, you? you judge rightly. So the Lord replied, If I find in the city of Sodom fifty godly people, I will spare the whole place for their sake. Godly, that's favor. Then Abraham asked, Since I have undertaken to speak to the Lord, although I am but dust and ashes, um. What if there are five less than the 50 godly people? Will you destroy the whole city because five are are lacking? He replied, I will not destroy it if I find 45 there. Okay, Abraham spoke to him again. Okay, what if there are 40 found there? He replied, this is God. I will not do it for the sake of the 40. Then Abraham said, may the Lord not be angry so that I, I may speak. What if 30 are found there? He replied, I will not do it if I find 30 there. Abraham said, Since I have undertaken to speak to the Lord, look at, he's so reverent to God. Come on. Don't get disrespectful with God. What if only 20 are found there? He replied. God replied, I will not destroy it for the sake of the 20. Finally, Abraham said, may the Lord not be angry so that I may speak just once more. What if 10 are found there? He replied, I will not destroy it for the sake of the 10. And a lot of people from this point, if you're a pastor, if you heard your pastor preach this point, they all oftentimes say, what if Abraham kept going? I don't think he should have because Sodom is, if it was as evil as New York that I see today, burn it down, Jesus, burn it down. Okay. So anyways, um, the Lord went on his way when he had finished speaking to Abraham. Then Abraham returned home. Mm. But the initial point that I wanted to get here, though, that's the whole story. It's a really good story. I'm telling you, Old Testament, Don't no, people be saying, Old Testament is boring. Ah, 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 ah slow down slow down we will we will this is the police you are not reading the right stories there are fire fire stories in here you're not you're, you're confused you're dazed you're not in your right minds but god literally said literally when he spoke when he thought about Abraham, he was like oh should i hide this matter from from my friend abraham like i need to consult with him he's like after all abraham will surely become great you know like uh, i got let me speak to my friend abraham a friend of god the the bible refers to abraham as god's friend by the way because god don't be asking me what i think when he about to do stuff when he's about to judge stuff he don't be asking me at all at all Mm-mm, he don't be asking me that's my fault Th- and that's my fault that's not his fault that's my fault i need to pursue him deeper i need to get a deeper relationship with him i guess we're just not on that level like that like uh jesus was with john the Beloved. Okay, I think I give off very John vibes, but maybe I'm just a Peter right now. It's okay. I'm trying to get to John, babes. I'm trying to get to John level, okay? But God has, he He gives favor to the godly. Is God blessing you? Point three, is God blessing you? Are you am I where God needs me to be? Is God blessing you? Are you pleasing the Lord? What did Abraham keep asking when he was speaking to God? Uh-uh. May the Lord not be so angry. If I find favor with you, God, since I have undertaken to, to speak to the Lord. You know? Ah, ah 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 ah. Ah 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 ah. If I find favor, God allowed him to keep speaking because if it was me, <laughs> my Lord, if I have found favor. Why is this verse acting very stinky now? You stinking, stinking, you stinking app. Let me find it again. Okay, that's verse nine. Then, cha, I can't find it. Anyways, you know it was there. he kept asking that i'm telling you god would not have allowed he could he he, he shut up um john the baptist daddy the angel shut up john the baptist daddy mouth when he was just speaking too much god the angel told him hey you're gonna have a son and he was like how i'm old he, ah shut up your mouth shut up it you won't speak until your baby's born uh, he, he was shut up for nine months maybe even ten you don't know i don't know okay Nine months, he didn't have anything to say because he just yappa, 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 running his mouth, say foolish things. But Abraham kept asking, Abraham kept asking, if I find favor, uh, if it's right for me to speak, if I can, and God allowed him. He could have shut his mouth up be like, no, it's not right for you to speak. So sharab I will do what I want. I'm God. But Abraham pleased God. Abraham pleased God. And he blessed him even in with that conversation that's a blessing are you kidding me is god blessing you am i where god needs me to be is god blessing you are you diligently seeking god huh are you diligently going it's like your mission to please god i heard a ghanaian pastor preacher excuse me evangelist say and it's kofi ah, ah, penchon, huh? bueno. he works for revival today and he has his own ministry and he says, God, he was saying in prayer time, he was like, God, even if the person is praying for, if we're having a prayer service, the person next to me is praying to get healed of cancer and I'm praying for for like a stomach ache or the flu. He was like, I, I'm praying loud because I, I know God's gonna hear me first. Like, I want God to hear me more than you I want you want him to hear you. It's me, I want him to hear me. That's why I'm loud in prayer. And people, I know when people hear that, they're gonna try to break down scripturally. Well, biblically, that it doesn't. It's that zeal for God that passion for god like i want to please you i want to be the one in before your eyes i want to be constantly knocking on heaven i want me to appeal to your be in front of you god in your court all the days of my life you're gonna see me david i was glad when they said unto me let me go let us go to the house of the lord Are you kidding me that's my favorite place that's king david he said that david and they spoke of that man high high even to this day they speak of him high why because of how he pleased the lord what did god say about him he's after my own heart hey are you are you are you is god blessing you are you being blessed by god are you pleasing god Am my where god needs me to be you'll know you will know all right if you bless the lord he, he won't refrain his mouth from you even if you're in the wrong direction you bless god so much god will As good as God is, he'll just make things work. But he'll tell you, this is the way. Walk therein because that's in his Bible. That's in the word of God. That's in the word. This is the way, my favorite. This is the way. Let me talk to Sarah. What did she think? Hmm. I want to do this. Let me tell Sarah what I'm going to do does he need to do that nobody chooses to because you you please him so much if i find favor with you who else popularly said that queen esther and her boo king Xerxes, king xerxes okay okay and if you watch the movie one night with the king then you know exactly what it is because i don't know if you guys know but if she where she it's not like a modern day marriage where you can go to your husband and just nag she her husband is a king like was a king rip he ain't alive no more I don't know if you knew that spoiler alert so as a king she has to make requests like make like request to be in his presence in his courts but she has to go through a process to go before that man she Uninvitedly went to his chambers, knowing that it could have costed her her neck. Because his last wife, baby, she ain't there no more. She replaced his last wife because she tried to do the same mess. They're like, absolutely not. No, you get out. (laughs) New wife, (laughs) new wife, please, money, please. And Esther came favor in the favor of God because she's a wonderful woman. Absolutely love her. Absolutely love her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm she she was like if i have found favor with you my king and he allowed her not only to live but to keep speaking he loved that girl he's like girl girl i ain't gonna kill you you my favorite wife i ever, ever had like you're not like the last girl you 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 built right i'm kidding he didn't say all that but he she he was favorable she was favorable in his sight the king's sight and by the way if you read esther the the, the whole book by the way does not mention the word god wants so I don't take it as metaphorically exactly, but that book is more spiritual in meaning and, in meaning and the parallel of this, the kingdom of God is so thick. And I don't like using that word as an adjective, but I just use it. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? What you, what you gonna do over this audio? Not a thing, right? Stop, <laughs> exits. <laughs> I'm sorry. So it, that's just another perspective to keep in mind when you read that whole story again. The, the word of God is alive. You will read one book one way and the next way you realize it's actually a new, a deeper way to read it. New revelation. Come on. It's living. If I find favor in your sight. Yes, she found favor in his sight. All right. He killed exactly what she needed him. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He killed her uh, problem. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? He killed her problem. Well, well, he's going to try to kill me and I'm a Jew. Sorry. <sighs> yeah. Someone's trying to kill my wife. Oh, baby. We're going to deal with that really quick right now. Thanks, babes. Thanks, Zerks. <laughs> I know she was happy. I know she was happy. She's like, my man is my man and my man kills all my problems. So what your man do again? He's a carpenter. Oh, what is that? <laughs> Sorry, I don't think you heard me. My man is the king of Persia. I carpenter, carpenter, carpenter. I don't. I don't know, I don't, hmm, hmm, I'm not familiar with that term, that's, what is that, is that Greek? I don't, <laughs> carpenter, what did they do again? I don't, <laughs> carpenter, I don't, sorry, I just, no, I, I can't, <laughs> are you kidding me? Is God blessing you? You'll know, you're exactly where God needs you to be, based off of his blessings, God doesn't bless things that aren't right, <laughs> okay? He corrects it. That's that's not a blessing. That's that's mercy. Okay, That's him being merciful. He corrects it. But when you experience blessings of the Lord, favor, multiplication, increase, just because blessings. And I don't even want to get too technical with it, just because blessings. What are those? You'll know it when you experience it. You're like, God, I can't, because usually you can trace, you know, your blessings off of, oh, I, because I, I gave an offering of this size or this meant this, not size, but based off by size, I mean, by the Bible, you, you reap, you sow little, you reap little, like you reap what you sow, you, you give, you sow much, you reap much, that's just what it is, basic, it's basic, like farming, basic, you sow a little bit of seeds, you're gonna get a little bit back, you sow a lot, you'll get a lot of it back, that's basic, you know that, we know that. But when you give, like, based off of, like, how much it means to you. Like, this was my, this was everything. It's not about the amount. It's about, (laughs) numerically, it's not about the amount. It's about the amount, like, I don't know, like, in, in sacrifice to you. Like, when Abraham sacrificed his son to God. He was willing to do that. And he knew that meant everything to him. Even his identity. Abraham, father of many nations. That was not his name before. It was Abram. God saw he was willing to sacrifice that. Okay, I can trust you, and that's why he was found. He found favor with God in this story in Genesis eighteen, because of because of how he blessed the Lord, pleased God before. Hmm. 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 So, 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 I wanna, I wanna, I wanna. Are you in my where God needs me to be? He'll, he you'll see, you'll know it. But anyways, like I was saying, usually you can trace that back to stuff that you did to provoke it. Oh, I know why this happened. But sometimes you're like, God, what is this? And it's like, I'm pleased. You just know it. And you're, oh, God, I thank you, God. Thank you, God. Oh, I feel, oh, God, this makes me want to do, uh, it just makes me want to seek you more. Oh, it's a beautiful relationship. It's a beautiful cycle. Come on. Am I where God needs me to be? Point one, are you obedient? Ask yourself, ask the Holy Spirit that too, because you might be lying to yourself. Point two, are you facing opposition? Delve into that one with uh, the Holy Ghost. Probably a pastor. Point three, is God blessing you? These are the three points you need to know if you're where God needs you to be. If you're where God needs you to be. Okay? Because, refer to the story of Jonah and the big old fish. uh, When God was like, go to Nineveh, babes. And he was like, "Mm, sorry, can't hear Mm, you said Nineveh? No. I'm going to go the other way. And what happened? No blessing. He literally was drowning. He didn't. <laughs> God didn't send the fish because he was just in the water. No, no, no. He didn't send the fish because God didn't send the fish because he was like, I'm going to force you to do what I want you to do. No, actually, if you read the story of Jonah, Jonah cried out in the water as he's drowning, literally. And he was like, salvation belongs to the Lord. Like, oh, <sighs> like oh my god like he prayed a prayer and because of that god sent a fish god's merciful okay so that was mercy home man was gonna home boy was most likely gonna die in his sin but god was like i heard what you said just like the story of isaiah 30 when you pray i'm gonna hear when you ask me for help i'm gonna hear it and i'm gonna help you consider the lord consult the lord in everything don't do it in your own strength in your own well this just makes sense this just makes sense Ask God. Hello. some things are, they look, they're packaged well, but they're terrible. You're going to find out. Terrible. Terrible, terrible. Ministry or not. Terrible. Ask God where you should go next. He'll tell you. Anyways, that's all I, that's all I need to say. It's an hour, a standard time. Usually, I thought, I saw 25 and I was like, awesome, I'm going to go, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do like a 40 minute, nope, 19 minutes later. So that's all I need to say. God bless you in this regard. Speak to God. That's my takeaway. And uh, always remember this. Alright. Have a good day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to do a show tonight.